Hello and thank you for downloading the Nintendo Switch UK podcast. We are all ready for episode three. Hello, you are listening to the Nintendo Switch UK podcast. So hello, 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 Anton, Mike, I'm Mike, that's Anton, no, no one can see us, but that's Anton and that's Alistair. Hello. Uh, Merry, Merry New Year, Happy Christmas, Merry New Year, Happy Christmas, everybody. And all the other holidays. And Happy Hanukkah and whatever else. Do we have that over the last, I don't think so, I don't know. Uh, Happy non-religious seasonal greeting. Happy to everyone, happy, just happy day. Uh, We are, (laughs) we are back for our third episode of the Nintendo Switch podcast and we've got a lot to talk about because it's the start of a new year, Anton, and one of the things that we thought we would talk about today because there are a few things that are coming out that we're going to mention. There's a couple of reviews as well to talk about, but I thought to start with today, let's have a think about our predictions for 2019. Oh, so do let's start with the big one. Do you think we're finally going to see some new Switch hardware this year? Because the last couple of years, every couple of months, we're like, yeah, we're getting a Switch XL, a Switch Pro uh, the Switch 2DS XL. <laughs> um, so do you s- suspect they'll do anything in that division? Yes, I do. I think there's going to be an, an announcement before the end of the summer. Um, but I hope not, because I'm quite happy with the Switch. I don't want them to change it. I want them to just put more and more time into making it as awesome as it is. I know there are a few shortfalls with the Switch. I'm not saying it's the perfect system, the best of all time, and I'm ready for another Switch at some point. But I'm not ready yet. Yeah, I'm with you. I I like having a console that sticks around for a few years. You get a nice big library of games. You don't need to think about changing the hardware. It's actually something that's kind of annoyed me about PlayStation, about Xbox, is these iterative ones that come out every couple of years. Just let me enjoy the hardware I've got. It's good. It works fine. Well, here, here's the thing, though, Anton. Um, is it three years we're coming, or is it two years we're coming up for with the Switch? Oh, we were like, I think it was March 2017 that yeah. the Switch came out, so it's been a bit now. So it's almost two years. So we are at the stage now where traditionally they start releasing a different version of the same thing. Even if you think back to the days of the Mega Drive, we got the Mega Drive 2, which was slightly sleeker looking, didn't do a lot different, but it was slightly better looking. And and certainly in Japan, I know that that's a common thing for them to release different versions. Well, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Nintendo hasn't traditionally done that with any of their home consoles. They've upgraded them. If you remember that Nintendo 64, they came out with the RAM pack to expand the N64. That yeah. was sort of an upgrade, but it's something you plugged in. They have done it with their handhelds. Yeah. So periodically, the new Game Boy got a new addition to it. So it will be interesting to see which route they take. And if I remember correctly, when they first launched the Switch, when they tore it apart, people had found there were already designs for expanding the memory in it. Or there was definitely something to do with an expectation of a bigger memory version coming. I think there was certainly with the cards, there was capabilities for there to be more storage, I think. No, um, I'm, talk, I'm talking RAM. Are you talking RAM? I, I, I don't know. Anton, do you do you remember? I mean, I, I do remember something, but it's um, way back at the start. I, I'm not too sure. I've never heard anything about this. Um, and as well as that, I think if we did get an iteration of the Switch, it's very interesting to think what direction they might go. Because they might go for something a little bit more simpler, kind of like a PSP 2000, where it's just a little bit lighter and refined design. Um, or they might go the pro route and just make it more powerful. Um, the timing of this would be really interesting because uh, kind of we're starting to get our PlayStation 5 and Xbox 2 rumours coming in. Um, so um, it's not too hard to believe might, um, Nintendo might do a move where they kind of make it so the 
Nintendo Switch can play, like full Red Dead Redemption or something like that, just to help keep it competitive where it doesn't go into a Wii U situation. Yeah, Plus, yeah, I, I get, I, you know, I get that. I think if they were to make an announcement and say, "Look, we're working on the next upgrade version of the Switch, whether that's a new standalone thing or an upgrade or whatever," but we're not going to release it for another eighteen months. Then I'd be kind of, okay, okay, I can deal with that. But for me, three years, I think three years of a console, giving it three years of a console is still quite, you know, it's still quite a short time. But certainly three years for me is is the kind of time where I go, all right, I can understand the decision less than that. And I'm like, oh. You know what? I think if there were any other games company, I would tend to agree with you. But it's Nintendo and Nintendo do tend to just carve their own way. They, It's not like they don't pay attention to what the competition do, but they say, you know what? we're going to do our own thing. And I have a sneaking suspicion that they probably won't release new hardware. They've put a lot of money into the Switch. I suspect it's probably still costing them quite a bit to make it, albeit the cost will have come down. I just don't think it's in their interest to well, bring out new hardware. I've heard two rumours, two quite strong rumours. Anton, you can tell me if you've heard these. The first one is that we're getting the Pro. So we're going to get the Switch Pro, which is going to be slightly bigger screen. It's going to be a little bit more powerful. It's probably going to play things at 60 frames per second in an HD more than 1080 HP, HP, HP sauce HD than we are currently. <laughs> but that's the first rumour. Anton, have you heard something similar? Um, I've heard that rumour like floating around, uh, like as we've kind of mentioned, like these kind of pro rumours have been going around since like 2017. Yeah. But I don't know about yourselves, so they don't seem to just line up with uh, Nintendo's philosophy, especially with how kind of the game library has matured on the Switch, especially leaning on indies. It seems kind of counterproductive to kind of make the Switch more powerful and more expensive, coincidentally, Well, as much as I would love it. Interesting, interestingly, the second one, the, the second rumour that I've heard is the one that I think is more realistic, and that is that they're going to release the handheld-only version, which is what I think you were talking about just a few minutes ago um so that's the other big rumor that i've heard is that they're going to release a handheld owned version it's not a dockable one it's maybe going to be a little bit smaller but certainly um it's going to be just for handheld i don't know isn't that half the beauty of the switch how does that even work <laughs> the whole point of the switch is you take the joy cons off and you play with it yeah but that, that would be the thing it would be all in one and it wouldn't be a joy so all they're doing is taking it a port literally a display port I don't see that. Oh, I don't know. I can see that happening. I can see it being like the kid-friendly version or something of the... Like they did with the 2DS, I guess. With uh, what, what do you think, Anton? Yeah, that's such an odd one because uh, we're kind of getting at the point now where the 2DS is starting and slash 3DS is starting to slow down now. So, And it's still bringing in money for them, but less and less games are slowly going over there. So kind of maybe them doing a model that kind of fits in between the 2DS and the Switch might be the way forward. Because um, at the end of the day, yet neither of us would probably go out and buy it and a lot of gamers would still go up for the higher, nicer Switch version. It would bring more people to the ecosystem, making more games. So even if they, it's kind of a counterproductive system for a lot of users, bringing more con- users to the platform would be fantastic. Well, put it this way, if it's going to be financially viable nintendo are going to do it let's face it they do it's, like making money of course they do they're, <laughs> they're, they're a business they're a big business um okay that's that's the hardware side of it then in terms of software what are we thinking are going to be the big announcements of 2019 are we going to get an announcement of a new mario kart a new zelda a big third party title like i don't know um gta well what's, you know what what's the the safe, there's one safe one you right. guarantee we're going to get metroid 
There's going to be a new Me- Metroid. Metroid, yeah, that's that's pretty much it's confirmed, in the bank. That's done. And I, I want. I'm going to put my money down. I'm going to say there's going to be new Mario Kart DLC, but not necessarily new Mario Kart. I don't think we're getting any more DLC. I think we'll get a new Mario Kart announcement. That's my I would, thoughts. I would much prefer a new Mario Kart. Anton, great. Um, yeah, personally, I'm thinking we'll all say, as you say, Metroid, Animal Crossing. That'll be your two big yeah. ones. I think we're going to get a port of 3D World, uh, Super Mario 3D World. I'd be okay with that. Yep. Uh, and if we're lucky, I would. If we're going to get GameCube backwards compatibility eventually, I'm thinking Metroid Prime Trilogy Collection. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, uh, any GameCube, any any GameCube um, backwards compatibility would be good in my book. To yeah, be that would be great. That would be a nice sort of step forward because we've not had GameCube backwards compatibility there, there anywhere is, yet. There we? is a rumor that we're getting SNES games as part of the online thing because obviously we've been NES only at the moment, and I think um, you know they're looking at, an up, uh, at moving from NES to SNES in terms of the online side of it, and I can imagine that's not too much of a you know unrealistic jump, but I think. It would be nice to see that because we have lost the virtual console. I think that's one of the things in the, the Wii U that, that we are lacking. Mm-hmm. And as well as that, I don't know about yourselves, but I find going back to 16-bit gaming is just so much more palatable than 8-bit gaming. So if it's not really a game you're nostalgic for, it's a little bit harder to get into like a NES or a Master System game. But yeah. I can jump into, let's say I've never played uh, Super Super Castlevania 4 until recently, but it's the era it came from i feel like it's much more acceptable to kind of jump into than let's say going back and playing castlevania 2 which half the time you don't even know what's going on <laughs> <laughs> well, it's funny you made the point i was going to make that exact same point i feel i grew up with the nes i was a nes generation but i far more um, fondness for the snes those games were a step forward it's, as you say they're a lot more accessible they're visually prettier and i think they'd been designing games long enough that by the time the snes games came along the newer to make them more playable. Yeah. The the original NES was brutal. Yeah, uh, very tough. I mean, I, I like both generations. I'm a fan of the, the 8-bit era. I'm still a fan of the Spectrum. You know, I love I love homebrew games. I love all that stuff. But it is, there's a certain type of game that doesn't work very well in 8-bit. And, and unfortunately, most of the games are like that. <laughs> you know, there are, there's a kind of genre that works really well. And then once you come outside of that, 16-bit definitely is is a lot more palatable. And I think um, it would be great to see that and, and further, you know, getting into the 32-bit and the 64-bit. And that. And I think that they will do that. I, that's a prediction for me. I do think that they'll we'll see more of that this year. I also think we're going to get one or two big ports. And one of the reasons for this is that we're starting to see some interesting ones. We've got Vampire on the way. I don't know if you spotted that one before Christmas, but also just announced, I think it was about a week ago, uh, Dragon's Dogma, which originally came out on the 360 and the PS3. It was re-released for the PlayStation 4 and it's coming out on the Switch on uh, in April doesn't need a big update that was one of the complaints in the playstation 4 is that you need a huge update when you when you first buy it it uh, doesn't need that it's got a small update but not a big one um and it's interesting because that's that's the kind of game that i can foresee more third-party developers going all right well if they're doing that let's have a go yeah i think mainly 
the kind of genre we're going to see a lot of this year is we're going to see a lot more RPGs getting ported across. Because the Switch has seemingly became a really good console for them. Like, even bigger games like Skyrim and stuff. So I know we've got a rumour that The Witcher 3 is coming over. Yes. Ah, which, that's going to be a groundbreaking game. Well, that's it. I had it on the PlayStation 4. And it sat sealed <laughs> for the whole time I had it. Because the problem with every other console, for me... And certainly, I think this is maybe a, more of a thing than when you get into your 30s. I think it is. Um, it's finding time. Yeah. And then if you've got half an hour to sit down, half an hour isn't enough to spend time on a game like The Witcher 3 or um, Skyrim or whatever. You need half an hour and then half an hour in your bed in a portable version. Exactly, but if you're sitting on a train or sitting on an airplane, you've got a couple of hours to kill. It's a perfect opportunity to get a bit of gaming and the Switch lets you do that. It's wonderful. On Thursday, I've got a six-hour round trip on the train, three hours there, three hours back. I'm already planning in my head, right, what game can I play <laughs> that I'd never have the chance to play? That's why it's so good. Well done, Nintendo. Yeah. Uh, it's I completely agree. It's like with the holiday season, I was like, okay, I'm not going to be in the whole game room. I'm not going to have much. So it's like, okay, what 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 am I taking with me? What's my project for the weekend? <laughs> exactly. Back up. Did you just say you have a game room? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, like... I have envy. <laughs> By the way, um, it's uh, it's incredible. We have to because the way that we, where we record uh, just for pe- for people listening, Alistair and I are in one room, and Anton's in another, and we're we're over Skype, which is uh, which is quite a common thing in podcasts. Mm-hmm. And what's great is that Anton just moved out of the way there, so we could see his game collection behind, uh, which is literally too, an entire wall many. of games. Yes, it's, <laughs> it's just, just lost the wall. It's incredible. <laughs> Whereas we're sitting here in what is effectively a closet. It's a recording studio, mate. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> Glorified closet, it's mate. It's a closet. You what? Those are the biggest predictions for me. Software, we're going to see more third party. I think you're right. I think RPG is the way it's going to go. Our RPG, mm-hmm. um, you know, I think we're going to see a lot of re-releases. We're going to see some new ones coming to the Switch as well. I would love... Um, Persona 5. <laughs> Sorry, I know I've said it before. I was just thinking that. It was like, we moved on. I was like, God, I forgot to mention Persona 5. <laughs> oh, Fingers yeah. oh, crossed. Oh, oh. I'm going to make another prediction. And it's, it's a really, really boring one. We were talking about this on the last episode. I reckon we're going to get some Telltale games coming back. I think someone's going to buy them and release them into the wild. wild. I would love that to happen. Um... Do I see it happening? Yeah, I think there's a there's a market for it. I think the they they need to find somebody that can not just take them, but can take them and expand on them. And that's where the problem mm-hmm. is because they need somebody that's going to say we're going to do another Game of Thrones series, or we're going to go and revisit Back to the Future again and give it a new you know because that was I mean I don't know anyone that's a Back to the Future fan playing <laughs> that game. I and mean, we've mentioned this, but it's just an incredible experience. It was like. Mm-hmm. It was joy. It, Pure it was joy. joy. That's Pure exactly joy. And we need that on the Switch. Um, so, yeah, Telltale obviously are no more, but is there going to be someone else, Anton? I I think there might be. Yeah, because, like, looking back, like, when THQ went bust, looking at, like, all the people buying those games, people were buying garbage, and, like, you still see them today just, like, reselling it, yet they have zero credibility as a game developer. They're like, yeah, maybe we can put on a new version of uh, whatever game... Uh, so they're still re-releasing like THQ games, trying to like milk those properties. So the Telltale franchise as a whole, like Telltale games as a whole, there's so much money to be had there. So I imagine someday we'll be snapping them up quickly. Well, I hope so because I think that that is the perfect fit for the Switch. And actually, the Batman games are very well received. I know that there's one you can only download. I think and one we can get physical because it was right at the point where things. Um, went badly for Telltale um, so there, there are two on my list because I've only played half of the first one um, any other predictions for 2019 then guys is there anything else that we think the Switch is going to do this year 
So, yeah, this is kind of where I was going to kind of lead the conversation is um, in terms, we've kind of talked a lot about ports and a lot about kind of just first par- third party, but what's your big guess for first party Nintendo this year? Personally, me, I think we're going to get a Pikmin game. Pikmin 4. Um, it's a franchise they're really passionate Miyamoto himself is really passionate about, and I think rumours, this was before the Switch came out, that Pikmin 4 is practically done and it's just been sitting there for ages and we haven't heard anything of it uh, how about yourselves what do you think first party wise uh i'm gonna go out there i'm gonna say someone's gonna come along pro nintendo's gonna come along and do a remaster dr mario why not oh remaster okay okay yeah, yeah. Uh, dr mm-hmm. mario that's interesting that's a bit of a curveball but i can see it because it's still good have you it's played it on good. well yeah i played it on the uh, the nes virtual console it was great yeah it's really good yeah, it's still yeah. a good game uh, my prediction is I'm with you. I think Pikmin 4 is a is a given. I think that's going to happen. I think that'll be the next Direct that we get. I think that's going to be the final announcement and it's going to be soon after that. That's my prediction. Mm. So it's quite, a, it's quite a specific prediction, but I think I, I'm going to stand by that. We'll revisit that after the next Direct, whenever that is. Uh, but my other prediction is I think we will have an announcement of the next Zelda game for 2020. Hmm. You reckon? That's, yeah, 100%. That's, it feels very soon. I mean, I know that game's uh, Breath of the Wild's been kicking around for a but couple of years now. What, but what you've got to remember about Breath of the Wild is that was also released simultaneously on, on the, the Wii, Wii U. U yeah. So for me, mm. although that is a brilliant must-have title on the Switch, it's not a Switch exclusive. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess we're coming up for, what, three years nearly? It probably two, is. Two years, just two years. It's 2017, yeah, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, right. I reckon it'll be another year if we get Zelda. Then. Yeah, but I think so. You're kind of thinking like a Cyward Sword, Swords kind of just like second iteration on the Switch console. Uh, I think we'll get a re-release of potentially mm. that. I think that might be one that gets re-released. If not, um, one of the other ones will be remastered and released, or maybe a couple of them. But I think we're going to get a brand new Zelda title, and I don't know mm. whether that's. I don't know where that's going to go. I just think it's going to be announced this year. It's my prediction, and it will be next year. It'll be released. Hmm. I think I'm kind of with you however I'm not thinking it'll be a main series like follow up from Breath of the Wild I think it's more so going to be another 2D game so, um, so I think Anuma said a couple years back where he was saying that the both teams they have the 2D team that worked on the handheld games and the mobile team the mobile team also works on Switch so I think it's going to be a 2D Zelda will be the next one before we get our Breath of the Wild follow up Potentially, I think they're, they're certainly going big on the mobile thing right now. Um, that leads us on to a rumour that for 2019 that Alistair was going to tell us about. Tell us that people want to know. Yeah, I could safely say I put zero credibility in this. But I do like the idea of it. There's a rumour kicking around that um, Nintendo might be bought by someone this year. Can you, you guys think, who who do you think might be a Sega. good fit to buy Nintendo? <laughs> that would be brilliant. That would be fantastic if Sega came along. No, not Sega. Uh, Apple. Really? Yeah, Apple. I mean, it's a pure speculation. When you think about it, though, it kind of begins to make a bit of sense. Apple's a company that has a lot of money. Uh, their share price just well, fell through the floor the other day, so they kind of need to do something. Um, and Nintendo, well, they have made various claims in the past. They'll, they'll open to almost anything. They're business at the end of the day. The two companies have an interesting history. They're both very eclectic. They do their own thing. They'll try things. They kind of give, they don't give a big middle finger to the industry, but they just carve their own way. 
they don't care what anyone else is doing and actually they might well fit together I, mm-hmm. my prediction on that is that I don't think they will um, be bought over by Apple but what I think might happen is they might go into some joint ventures together um, on a smaller scale I don't see it being as big as that personally because I think Nintendo are such a distinct brand themselves that I don't see that however it'd be interesting to see what does happen yeah. Anton what's, what's your yeah thing? personally me I, I'm kind of all for this idea I feel like in the long term plan just hardware doesn't quite make 100% sense for Nintendo as we're kind of moving towards streaming and kind of Xbox like there's talks of a discless Xbox coming out next year that's completely digital and streamless and I think just the kind of concept of maybe Joy-Cons with an iPhone just the power of like the iOS platform because even like stuff like the new iPad it's more powerful like in the high-end Intel CPUs so Apple has so much power in their hardware and they've always struggled in the gaming space. So to have a big catalogue of first-party games to come over to their hardware exclusively, um, it would make a lot of sense for at least Apple in that regard. Well, I mean, there's two other things I can kind of add to this. and um, One, obviously, Nintendo and Apple have partnered, or not necessarily partnered for, but Apple has got Nintendo software on its hardware. We've mm-hmm. already got Mario Run. Mm-hmm. We've got Nintendo mm-hmm. is pushing out a few more games at the moment. I don't know how much... Uh, interaction is between the two companies if it's literally they just post it to the store and away they go I suspect knowing those two companies there might be a bit more to it but uh, this is maybe where those rumours come from in the first place but there was uh, an I'm not going to say it was an offhand comment there was a very deliberate comment the other day um, came from Nintendo's president uh, Furukawa who uh, effectively hinted or hint, said out loud that we aren't really fixated on our consoles um, at the moment we're offering the uniquely developed Nintendo Switch and its software and that's what we're basing how we deliver the Nintendo experience on that being said technology changes we'll continue to think flexibly about how we deliver that experience as time goes on uh, he then carries on through a very long monologue but at the end of it he just says we're not necessarily wedded to consoles we might stop doing them so go back Nintendo to playing cards that would be going uh, certainly a full circle but Nintendo themselves have said they don't necessarily want to always be doing hardware they're open to other things mm-hmm. and if if somebody comes along like Apple and says we'll do the hardware you do the software maybe Interesting. It'll certainly be one to watch in 2019, and no doubt there'll be several more thousand rumours in the Twitter sphere and on the internet sphere and everywhere else's sphere. Right, speaking of 2019, then one of the games that just came out uh, just the other day is uh, it's a re-release, because we're used to those on the Switch, but that's okay, because we like those too. And it's one of the worst t- titles ever of a Mario game, but I, it's uh, very enjoyable. It's new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe. Uh, I've been playing this. Has anyone else had a go? I played it on the Wii U. Didn't see the point of yeah. buying it on the Switch. <laughs> uh, picked up. I have both of them on the Wii U: the Super Mario Bros. U and the new Super Luigi U. Yeah. Uh, but haven't played the new Switch one, so kind of. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, to be honest, if you played that one, you've played the game. I mean, it's it, there's not a lot different to it. It's it's very enjoyable. It's not as um, it's not as brand new and amazing feeling as it was in 2011 or 2012 or whenever it came out originally but it's still a great game solid good fun two player tricky in places a little bit slippery in places depending on which character you are Mm. but a really good fun couch co-op game so it's one to recommend if you've never played it I say get it if you have played it probably don't bother there's only a couple of little things in there a couple of new characters the portable mode is great couch co-op game perfect yeah and you know it's a smart move on behalf of nintendo it's another way of bringing this game to whole audience who completely missed the wii u so yeah, yeah i don't blame him for doing mm-hmm. it good shout 
Yeah, because as well as that, I won't... Personally, I remember when it came out on the Wii U, I just kind of felt a little bit jaded. Like, it was kind of like a wasted game back then, because I think we came right off the back of the Wii one and the 3DS and the DS one, like, a couple years apart. So, personally, I'm just happy that we're... Nintendo's not wasting their effort on a full 2D Mario right now and kind of putting that towards potentially new IPs or yeah. uh, sequels and kind of older franchises. So I think this is kind of a win-win situation. And as you say, having it on the go is fantastic. Because I remember, especially with the Luigi DLC, some of those levels are just like a minute or two. So that pick-up-and-play gameplay right there it seems designed for mobile almost. Well, that's the difference on the the Luigi game. And that's where the the mobile thing, as you said, comes in. And uh, the fact with Luigi is that you've got to finish it in a very short time, each level. It means it means that you're actually um, playing it in a very different way. So it's, it's quite a fun pick-up-and-play game. Perfect for the Switch portably. Uh, interestingly, I've been playing a bit more of um, Odyssey as well recently, just kind of the post finished game stuff, which I hadn't gone back to. Still great fun. Still really good fun going around and collecting stuff and, and it's a great world and I, I kind of hope that they they revisit that or go further with it again and maybe, is that is that something we're going to see or are we going to see more uh, more re-releases and remasters like Mario Galaxy or, or what's the, what do you think the next move with Mario is going to be? Oh, um, me, I, I wouldn't be surprised. The Odyssey itself seems to have enough of a brand and unique of a style where I could totally see them go ahead and doing like almost like a Galaxy 2 where they just reuse the kind of same engine, a lot of the similar gameplay tropes, but really expand it because they could do a lot with that formula. And I imagine building that engine from the ground up is not cheap. So I imagine being able to double dip on something like that why not? <laughs> yeah, it was a fantastic formula. It was a, a game that it worked really, really well. And uh, it's interesting, Nintendo have kept putting out, I'll call it a DLC for it, uh, literally they've pushed out new characters, uh, wardrobes and things like that. And it's nothing major, nothing they're charging for, but they do keep dribbling out content for that game. And I wouldn't be surprised if you see uh, some extra actual playable content coming through well, for it. I think Splatoon 2 has a lot to, um, you know, there's a lot of credit goes to Splatoon 2 in for, for having that kind of, uh, philosophy that you know if someone buys into the game we're going to keep throwing stuff at it i mean they're still having their splat fests and they're still i mean mm-hmm. they're still giving you extra content i know they're just about coming to the end of it i think but but that's two years of a game where they're still doing and they did that with splatoon as well and i think that's a really encouraging sign that i think because there aren't that many of those type of games on the switch uh, it would be nice to see Nintendo doing more of that and, and and doing that for the likes of Mario and Mario Kart as well because it's been forever since we had anything. Yeah, I've got to say that's one of Nintendo's strengths. Their longevity that they support games for is phenomenal. I think better than almost any other, certainly manufacturer, but I think longer than any developer that I can think. Yeah, I'm kind of curious. Like, kind of talking about Splatoon 3, I'm wondering, they've like had a constant stream of Splatoon content going from Splatoon 1 to Splatoon 2 there like was barely a gap so I'm kind of curious if that's going to be a franchise Nintendo's going to return to because even Splatoon 2 where it is now to where it was when it first came out was completely different especially with the DLC they did for it the yeah the expansion auto expansion yeah, yeah. so that would be an interesting surprise unveil if we ever saw one well, that could be another prediction for 2019. I, I wouldn't. That wouldn't be, be even be far fetched to think that there'd be a Splatoon three announcement or a 2.5 mm. or something. Well, if there is a Splatoon three or a Splatoon 2.5, can I make a request? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they've maybe done this already. Tell me if they have. Colorblind mode. 
Well, there is that. Both <laughs> you and I are colorblind, which makes playing games like that very, very difficult. But no, the one time you and I sat down to try and play it, if you remember, yeah. Mike, we wanted to play split screen and there was no split screen multiplayer option. Some split screen mm. co-op couch mode, yeah. Yeah, we I, need that. It's, that game I, is crying out for that. I, I think a lot of that is probably down to the way it runs. I think it's probably... Uh, the frame rate was probably yeah, it's fast, too low. it's but frantic, but they can do that. They've had time to... It, uh, for, um, what was I looking for? Um, make the engine more efficient. There's a word we for that. We can do it with other games. Put it that way. I mean, we can do it with other games. I'm sure there would be a way. It's. I love couch co-op, and maybe I know that it's not as popular today as it was, you know, 20 years ah, ago. I think it's coming back. But I think it's coming back. Coming I think back. I think people mm-hmm. are liking being in the room with people again, and I think couch co-op. We've got huge TVs now. Can you imagine as kids <laughs> having a TV that size? It's like having three TVs each. Yeah, not we one. played Mario Kart on a 14-inch screen <laughs> with four true. players. That's true. <laughs> Back in my day. Sorry, Anton. <laughs> oh, no, don't apologize. But it's true. It's like, um, like going to our friends and like playing like Mario on like a sixty-inch TV. It's like you each have like a twenty-seven-inch display, which is more than plenty yeah. for playing multiplayer games yeah. now. Yeah, exactly. Well, it's one to watch, and I really do hope that we see more of that. More couch co-op, please. More games with couch co-op. There are a few now, I've got to be honest. There are mm. there are more now than ever, and it's great. I mean, I've got a backlog of games that, that I play in the house with my other half, and it's it's great fun. Yeah, I mean, after this recording, we're going downstairs where there's a bunch of people waiting for us to go and play Mario Party. Yeah, that's literally our <laughs> evening. Our evening is Mario Party. Are these newfangled things any good? Right, um, just moving on to a game that Anton suggested in episode two that we should all try out. Now, this was a game that was on sale amongst many other games on sale because I tell you what there's a whole lot of games on sale uh, mm. constantly at the moment on the eShop um, what uh, what was the price I think it was was, a, was it I was 99p wasn't it 99p wow uh, Lost in Harmony is the name of the game uh, was it you that suggested it Anton yeah I suggested it it's um, see it was interesting I remember playing it once on mobile and I was like okay that's an interesting it, like it felt good on mobile and then I saw it on Switch for 99p I'm like that's worth a gamble, and then I let you know. So, how did you find it? Uh, well, I gotta say, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it, but equally, I hate it. <laughs> yeah. It's such a good game. It starts off sort of slowly. It eases you into it. You think, yeah, this is fine, and the difficulty ramps up slowly. really quickly. <laughs> yeah. Well, within mm-hmm. the first about I don't know thirty seconds, the difficulty yeah, yeah, ramps yeah. up, yeah, yeah. and it's it gets frantic. So you're looking at the screen. You've got a character running towards the screen, a bit sort of crash bandicooty. You don't know what's coming except for the little chevron tells you when to jump, and you've got to yeah. basically move left, right across the screen. So that bit mm-hmm. I can deal with that. That's fine. But then in comes the guitar hero, press the right button at the right time bit, and that gets so fast. You can't even see what letter it is, let alone figure out where it is on your And then you've up. got to memorise, <laughs> if you've played lots of consoles over the years, you've got to mem- memorise where X and Y yeah, and all yeah, that yeah. is, and oh. that's hard enough half the time. Yeah, for me, Anton, I've got to agree, I, I really, really like this game. I think it's well worth, um, it's more, worth way more than 99p yeah. for, for a pickup. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a lot of fun, it's a, it's a rhythm game, but it's also got that Guitar Hero element in it as well. Um, to, just to a point it's kind of hard to explain until you play it but there's a cool uh, storyline that goes through I say cool it's cool it's it's quite dramatic and emotional but it's it's a, it's nice that they've got this story arc that plays through it it makes you kind of want to continue on and find out a little bit more um, the 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 visuals are great I love the visuals yeah, really really love smooth the, love the art it is just mm-hmm. it, the scenes that it depicts that you're skating towards a screen are yeah they're lovely I mean they're both lovely and apocalyptic at the same yeah, time yeah, yeah. Uh, well worth a pick up for me Anton good suggestion and I'm glad I spent my 99 hard earned pence on it yeah shout out to the uh, digital level Tetris and um, yeah. Facebook logos and all kinds of music oh I haven't got there. to that bit yet uh, it's coming uh-huh. <laughs> that means I'm a front of mic yes 
Uh, but it, it does get brutally hard. Um, the game has like two game modes. You can obviously play it with the physical buttons and you can do it with the touchscreen. Did you just do physical buttons for it? Yeah. I attempted the touchscreen and I was like, no. Well, <laughs> funnily enough, I actually, I was using the physical buttons, but when it came to doing the whole guitar hero bit, I ended up stabbing at the screen instead because I did find it easier. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that, that's where I was at. I was like half and half. So it's like, You'd be playing with the switch in your hands, and then you'd just throw it towards the ground and just tap like a hamster, <laughs> trying to get like some foods. It's you have uh, to go and play game. this now to understand what we're talking about. Otherwise, we just all sound absolutely. Yeah, we, we urge you to go and buy that game. It's worth it. All right, let's move on. Then it's time for our third quiz. Woo! I have so many questions. Now, we are 1-1 in previous rounds. Just a reminder, or for anyone that's listening for the first time, the way we play is I have three games, um, and I'm going to describe the game line by line, and the first of you to get the game right wins a point, and of course it's uh, the best of three. Uh, if you um, if you answer once once after each line, then you don't get another one until I say another clue, if you see what I mean. Okay. If I remember correctly, last time Anton swept me, he got every single one. And the week before it was uh, you swept Anton. It was 3-0 yep. both sides. So this is, it's all or nothing. This is it. <laughs> Alright then, first game. Are you ready? Go for it. I'm ready. Originally released on the PlayStation 2, then later released on the Xbox 360 and Wii, and re-released on the PlayStation 4. Any guesses? Okami? No. <sighs> Spyro the Dragon, no idea. Sold over 1.5 million copies. Yep, hmm. still drawing a blank, dude. Next clue. You play, yeah. you play as the character Jimmy Hopkins. Huh? Oh, that doesn't ring a bell. No. This is one of my favourite all-time games. Absolutely love oh, this no. game. Oh, <laughs> no. Uh, and I hope it's... Uh, we'll come on to that. P- published by Rockstar Games. Oh, Billy. Yes, oh, Billy. I've never played that and always wanted Set to. Set in Bullworth Academy was the final one. Um, yeah, great game. Would love to see that on the Switch. See, I think if you threw us up us off because it's like Rockstar and the Wii was like not a common deal back in the day. Like that didn't happen often, and even today, Nintendo and Rockstar, as much as I hate it, they, they they're not talking. Well, let's <laughs> let's hope that changes soon because I could I could go with some GTA on uh, on the Switch. That would be great. Definitely, yeah, great. a bit of Vice City on the Switch. Oh yeah, Love Vice City, absolutely. We need that. So, um, just to remind everyone as well, there is a slight switch link to all of these games, whether it's just we'd love to see it on the Switch or there'll be a link in there. Obviously, that was uh, the Wii that that was released on as well. All right, second game then. It's 1-0 to Anton at the moment. This game was originally planned for the GameCube, but delayed and released on the Wii instead. I'm guessing it wasn't Wii Sports. <laughs> no, GameCube Sports, no. Pikmin 2? No. All right. This game was eventually released on the GameCube and was the final first-party game released for the console. Oh, was it a Zelda? Oh, Oh, Mike's smiling. It was a Zelda. Twilight Princess. Ah, oh, Todd, you're 2-0 up. Darn yes. you. And, and he, he <laughs> set sorry, you up. Al- Alistair set you up. Uh, it, was, fi- it was an assist. I, I'm always there for my buddies. The final uh, final clues were sold 8.85 million copies worldwide by 2015 and action adventure game and the 13th installment in this series. The 13th? That was the 13th wow. installment. But I guess they're counting all the 
the one, two, three, four, all the all the, the very early NES ones. <laughs> all the one D <laughs> all the way up to twelve. <laughs> That's a good point. Okay, two to Anton, which think I think that Anton's probably gonna win this, but we'll go for the third one anyway. Moral chance to pull a point back here, Alistair. This was an action adventure game for the Xbox three sixty. Any guesses? Doesn't really narrow it down, man. <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> Conquers Bad Ferdy? Uh, no. Uh, similar to the GTA series. Oh, 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 were you in it? Just just Cause? No, it's not Just Cause. Ah, no, Mike was in it. I can't remember what it's called. I know the Next clue. The game. Set in the fictional city Stillwater. Saints Row? Yes, Saints Row. That's the one. Yeah, because you were in Saints uh, Row 3, weren't you? Okay, so the next clues were uh, follow, follow-ups were called The Third and Gat Out of Hell. Uh, and I actually sang in the third as well. I was I, I sing in the car in one of the songs, which is actually coming out on the Switch. I'm going to claim two. Oh no, I'm going to claim one and a half moral victories there. All right, because I got Zelda, and I knew which game it was. I couldn't remember. So we're going to say final scores this week in the quiz. Anton two, Alistair one and a half points. But but Anton wins. But no, Anton ooh. does not win because I've got a curveball oh. for you. Oh ooh. There's a connection with all three games for half a point. So Alistair, I'm giving you the chance to equal it. Or Anton wins. What is the connection between all three games? And I'm going to give you 20 seconds starting now. Uh, Zelda, Twilight Princess. We've got Saints Row. 15 seconds. Uh, Uh, 10 seconds. Well, they don't all start with the same letter, so it's not that. (laughs) No, uh, I'm drawing a blank, man. they're They're all on consoles. You can play them all. They're, They're all, all video games. Consoles. Yeah, no, that's not right, Anton. <laughs> and, okay, fine, fine then. The connection this week was all games were released in 2006. Wow. So there you go. Ah. So the same year. So there we are. So that means that Anton wins this, the third quiz. It's 2-1 to Anton now on quizzes. And I tip my hat to you, sir. Yes, well done, well done Anton. Why, why, thank you. It was, a, it was a brilliant victory, hard fought, and uh, he pipped Alistair at the post. And that is about it for this week. Just a reminder, Alistair, can you remind everyone, if they haven't already, how can they get in touch with us? Uh, well, they can get in touch with me. Uh, well, I don't do any of the social medias because I'm far too old for that nonsense. So uh, people can get me on an email, which is just info at nsukp.co.uk. If you're on Twitter, we've got the NSUK podcast on Twitter, which I think is just NSUKP, is it? Indeed, yes. So you get us on there and uh, we're on there as well. You'll see us interacting with there. So you can message us on Twitter through our uh, our uh, Switch podcast Twitter handle. We're on Facebook. We've got a website. We You'll have find the Google whole us. lot. Yeah, uh, that's about it. It's been a pleasure as always. Uh, we we'll look forward to next week, and of course, this we are well into the start of a new year. So who knows where it's going to go next? Hurry up and announce a direct Nintendo. Come on. Uh, yeah, we want oh, to direct, yes. and we also want you to go and give us some reviews in uh, iTunes stores and everywhere else you find our podcast. Give us some reviews; it helps. Please, thank you. Five stars would be great, but if you don't feel five stars is worthy, then four stars is fine. Oh, if you only give us four, we might send Anton around to beat you up. <laughs> oh. Yeah, any less than that. Oh, we don't see you anymore. No, that's it, that's it. All right, listen, thank you very much for listening. We will be back next week. That is it. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye.